0: Welcome to the New Yorker's August 27, 2007 issue. There are six articles this week. James Sirwicky dissects the stock market meltdown and the Federal Reserve. John Seabrook follows the quest for a global seed bank to preserve the Earth's plants. In shouts and murmurs, Larry Doyle ponders how to spend large lottery winnings. Adam Gopnik profiles the new French president Nicolas Sarkozy and anthony lane reviews the career of the late director michelangelo antonioni along with the new movie deep water we begin though with this week's comment in rovian ways nicholas lemon reviews the career of carl rove most politicians find the cult of the political consultant annoying but george w bush always seemed to find it very annoying When he began running for president, he insisted, as candidates rarely do, that all his top advisers work only for him. So Karl Rove sold the business he had spent his adult life building up, went to work for Bush as an employee, and remained one until he announced, last week, that he would be leaving the White House. This arrangement says a lot about both Bush and Rove. For someone like Bush, with a strong need to feel in control, to tolerate a mere staff aide's becoming as big a celebrity as Rove shows how deeply he must appreciate Rove's contribution to getting him elected to office, to the point, perhaps, of doubting that he could win without him. For Rove's part, the arrangement demonstrates that power and a place in history mattered more to him than money, and that he was a true believer in his boss in a way that most consultants are not. It's hard not to think that if Bush had insisted that Rove stay on until the end of his presidency, he would have complied. The president, with no more campaigns left to win, must have come to see that the costs of Rove, who lately has often been a focus of congressional inquiries and rarely victorious in political battles, were outweighing the benefits. Before Rove joined Bush full-time, he had maneuvered himself into a position in Texas that was about as close as it is possible to get to being an old-fashioned political boss. The state, thanks in part to his efforts, was solidly Republican, and candidates at every level of elective office—the governorship, the congressional delegation, the state Supreme Court, the legislature—begged him to consent to be hired by them. If he agreed, he would run a typically ruthless and hyper-organized campaign, and usually win. In Washington, Rove's style didn't play as well. While he was winning electoral battles, in 2000, 2002, and 2004, he was accumulating enemies.